Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. You know, we run into people all day long in any job. The success of that job relates directly to the people you're connected to. Is it networking or is it relationships? And why in the world is all this so important? You know, about eight weeks ago, we started a conversation with Matt Bird from Cinnamon International. And it got quite heated as we argued about networking (laughs) versus relationships. So much fun was the conversation. We invited Matt back to resolve our differences and come to some positive conclusions. And I just want the I Work Rain Bodies welcome Matt Bird calling in from the UK today. Matt Bird, welcome back. Hey, Jim, Martha, it's so good to be with you in your community today. How did your work come to be so focused on relationships? Wow, you know, uh, can, I, can I tell you a really, a really, a story I don't tell very often. When I grew sure. up, I grew up in a home where, where we weren't very relational. I remember the doorbell ringing at our home and my father reaching for the remote control on the TV and uh, putting our mute and then getting my mum, my sister and I, to hide behind the sofa and pretend nobody was home. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I thought that was normal. I thought that's what you did. Uh, but I've discovered since it's not. You know, but I grew up in an environment in a home where there was a poverty of, of relationships, you know, for whatever reasons. And I'm not criticizing my, my father, but, uh, you know, it was, it was an interesting environment to grow up in. And, you know, in life, you either follow what you experience and, and you, you, you repeat the cycle or you break free. And I just decided this isn't normal. I'm going to break free. And that's what I've done. Mm. How did your relationship with Christ fit into all of this? Because it's, you know, it's unique because this is a passion for you. So there's spiritual significance to this focus on helping oh, yeah. others to build relationships. Yeah, totally. So when I discovered Christ, or when Christ got a hold of me at the age of 19 years old, I, I was completely transformed. I, I used to feel so nervous around other people, speaking in a group, um, just, just, I was just so self-conscious. But when I discovered that Jesus loves me and likes me, wow, that changed everything. You know, not the, 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 the love bit was great, but the like bit was even more profound because he liked me as I was. And so that made me more comfortable with who I am. And yeah, if you're listening to this today and you're thinking, "Wow, this this rings bells," you know, you know, you you may know that Jesus loves you, but do you know He likes you? He really likes you. He's made you the way you are, um, warts and all, and uh, and that could be profound. But that transformed my ability discovering Christ and Christ getting hold of me. Transformed my ability to relate to other people. Um, you know, I believe that God is is relationship. You know, and that's why, you know, I, I, I go on and on and on about relationships so much, Jim. I mean, you know that, don't you? <laughs> and that's how this all started for me. I was invited to speak at a business conference on networking. And I spoke to the organizer and said, thank you. I love speaking, but I hate networking. 
um, and, and and I explained why I found it grubby or <laughs> dirty, and uh, and they were like a little bit taken aback. And I said, but I do believe in the power of relationships to grow people, teams, business, organizations. And they were fascinated, and they said, Matt, will you will you come and speak on that? And I thought, well, sure, if you're interested. <laughs> so that's where it all began, you know. When you start to when you work with somebody and they're trying to just understand the power of relationship, what's the first thing that you teach them? What's the what's the number one thing you teach people? The number one thing I teach people is be authentic. Um, you know, don't don't treat different people different ways because of who you view them to be. Treat everybody like a like a VIP, like a very important person. Um, you know, and it, and it's hard because it's so easy to make an extra spe- special effort when we're with somebody who's influential, or we're with our boss, or we're with a client. We just you know we we try extra hard, but but can we try extra hard with the the, the waiter and the, the the, the, the receptionist, the office, and, uh, and, and, the, and the people we just take for granted. Can we put the same amount of effort into those relationships just because we just want to be real um, and authentic with them I rather than the- thinking... I love the word authentic, and it just made me think of um, we are just living in a new area right now and getting to know some new people. And we were speaking yesterday with somebody who we've just recently met in a couple of the last couple of weeks, and they had listened to our show because they never heard about it before. And when we were sitting there, they're like, you guys are like the same as you are on the radio. And yeah. I was like, awesome, because that's exactly, I mean, that is who we are. You get what you get when you meet Jim and Martha. But he he was like, I can't believe that you're the same, you know, as when you're on the radio. And and of course, to Jim and I, we're like, well, that's being authentic. That's our lives are out there. And we're not any different at home. People listening to the show, Matt, are people trying to figure Mm -hmm. out how do I live out my faith in my work? So how does, let's give it a workplace example, because this, I mean, it's great when the Four Walls Church serves a community, but the Four Walls Church sends out its members into the community to work all week long. What does it look like in the workplace? Yeah, I mean, this is our greatest mission field, isn't it? I mean, this is where we spend you know, half of our waking life at work. So our faith has to mean something there. But but is our faith there uh, about persuading people to come and join us at church? Or is our faith there actually trying to, to, to genuinely care and love and show concern for people in a way that God does? Uh, and that's that's, I think, the challenge for us. You know, I mean, our workplaces aren't just places where we do smash and grab. Our, our workplaces is where we're trying to live out the kingdom of God, uh, not just through our words, but through our, the demonstration of our our care and love and concern um, for our colleagues. You, would, you know, when they when they say no, I'm not interested in Christ, we don't stop loving on them. Um, you know, we, we want to love them you know, continually, consistently, uh, regardless of how they respond to the Jesus we love and the church that we're a part of. Um, and that, and that's, that's the challenge, isn't it? Working with colleagues, working with a boss, working with clients, um, you know, that don't share our value set system, don't share our faith, 
but but we're cons- completely consistent and authentic in in how we how we work with them, and I think that is the greatest witness to Christ. So then when you work out there in the marketplace, the workplaces of the world, you've got RelationologyInternational.com, and you wrote a book yeah. by the same name, Relationology, which is, I love it, it's 101 Secrets to Grow Your Business Through the Power of Relationships. <laughs> Wait a minute now. Relationology, that sounds like it's got a hidden agenda there. So I want to grow my business, and so I'm going to go have a relationship with you. That's, I mean, wait a minute, what you just reamed into me about, it sounds like you've got this <laughs> hidden agenda with this relationology book. <laughs> Round two. Jim's Round two. Like- <laughs> that, that's a good point. Ding. So, I mean, I, I don't, let's not waste any time yeah. on that. Talk to me, talk to me about that. You've got 101 secrets in this book. What are your favorite yeah. three on growing powerful business relationships, workplace relationships. Yeah, but let, let me just come back to that point. So we talked a lot about authenticity in this show so far. But right. actually, this book is also talking about being intentional. So the challenge is, can you be authentic in building relationships, but also be intentional about building the relationships that you need to build? And that's the question I think, Jim, you were raising. And I think it's a really important question. And so the networker will only build relationships with people that can help them, Somebody who's an authentic relationship builder will build relationships with people who can help them, but they'll also build relationships with people who can't help them or they think can't help them. And that's the difference for me. That behavior, that's what distinguishes a networker from a relationologist. You know, a networker only builds relationships with people who can help them. They burn the rest. Whereas a relationologist will actually build relationships with, with people uh, regardless of what they can do for them. Uh, and, and I think that's a really important point. So you said, Jim, you know, what, what three tips, what three practical things would, would I suggest to people about building relationships at work? Um, firstly, I'd say actually choose to be intentional about relationships because most people are so busy and rushed off their butts, they haven't got time to be deliberate about relationships. And I just want to say relationships are too important to leave to chance. Actually, they have such a huge impact on our career progression, the opportunities that we get, the, the level of our performance in the workplace, our health, our well-being, our long, longevity of life. Our relationships affect all these things. They're too important to leave chance. So from, from my number one thing, uh, well, my number two thing after talking about authenticity is to say actually be authentic. Uh, sorry, be intentional. Um, be proactive. Go the extra mile. I work really hard with people. Don't, don't just collect business cards and put them in a pile. Mm-hmm. If you're going to collect business cards, actually make the effort to, to reach right. out to somebody afterwards. That's right. That's right. Um, you wrote these two books, and I want to give people just a taste of what's inside of them. But mm-hmm. before we do that, I'm going to give you free-for-all to say whatever you want to say to the audience before I ask you questions about your book. I just want to say to you guys, the single most important thing you can do in your life, if you are hungry for more of God, hungry for to achieve more in the workplace, is invest in your relationships. They will unlock untold happiness and health and opportunities for you. So if you are hungry for more, lean into people because God is surrounded by amazing people and as you connect to them, you will thrive and you will flourish and things will happen for you that you never imagined possible.
So you're saying building relationships with people helps us grow closer to God? Absolutely. What do you mean? <laughs> well, didn't Jesus say, if you carefully... The, the, when, when, did you, when did you see me hungry and mm-hmm. thirsty? And it, Jesus said, whenever you did for the least of these. Mm-hmm. You know, by actually building relationships with people in need, we're actually, we're actually encountering the, the face of Christ. So, yeah, our relationships help us, um, you know, help us encounter God. So I have a question. Do you think that people today know how to invest in relationships? I mean, if you say that, do they think that means I got to go get more friends on Facebook? How? <laughs> <laughs> and that's where your book comes in, right? You're going to help them know how to invest in relationship. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Relationology is full of really practical things. So let me give you a practical one. Okay. Great relationship builders talk to you about you. Great relationship builders don't fill all the airtime. Great relationship builders ask you questions that get you talking about yourself. Because you learn nothing when you speak. You only learn something when you shut up and listen. Now, Matt, you wrote this other book, your latest book, The Relationship Book. It's got Lego people on the top, on the front. That's the one, yeah. It says Transforming Relationships in Family, in Business, and in Community. Well, this is this is more practical, tactical, factual stuff. Talk talk to us about it. Well, what are we going to yeah. find in the relationship book? So the relationology is a business book full of great values that you might recognize. But the relationship book is a book about the Bible. It's based on the belief that the Bible is not a book about religion. The Bible is a book about relationships. Because God is relationship, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And when we, um, when we, when we relate to others, we are expressing something who God has made us to be. In fact, I believe that we only become fully human when we are in relationship with other people. We flourish and thrive in relationship with other people. And that's what this book is about. I picked 28 biblical characters, and out of each of their lives, I draw a relationship principle that you can take and you can apply in your life. So it's a great thing to read over a month. Give us an example of one. So here we go. So Nehemiah, um, he, he, he had this incredible relationship. You know, he was a servant. He had an incredible relationship with the king. Now, you wouldn't expect the king and the servant to have that kind of a relationship. But one day, the king knew the servant so well that when he saw Nehemiah upset, he said, hey, what's the matter? And Nehemiah explained to the king that his city would lay in ruins. And so the king released Nehemiah to go back to Jerusalem. But actually, he sent him with a letter of protection, and he sent him with a letter of provision to get wood from the, from the forests. Um, and, and, you know, and if if we, so, the, the principle is this: if we only build relationships with people like us, we only have access to the ideas, opportunities, and resources that people like us have. You've been listening to I Work for Him with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace—it's our mission field, but ultimately, I work for Him. 
Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at IWorkForHim and online, IWorkForHim.com.